the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The things that I was doing at that time in my life, they were wrong to do. And no one told me it was wrong. No one. But God loves us enough to tell us we're wrong. That what we're doing is wrong. He loves us enough to tell us the honest truth about our sin and where our sin will end up. Where it leads to, which is judgment and destruction. You might think that the people that love you are always going to go along with your patterns and values. However, as you listen to today's message from Pastor Dan, he shares with you the love of the Bible. The love that's found in the Bible is one that will confront and challenge your values and ways. True love is not simply agreeing with every single thing. True love that's found in Christ is one that says, I love you too much to let you stay where you're at. Jesus invites you to come and to follow Him and His ways. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Revelation chapter 14 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Here's God's response to Satan's plan to deceive the world. Here's God's answer to Satan's deception. Here's God's response to the Antichrist and the false prophet and the image that will be created and the mark of the beast. Here's how God responds to that. And God responds with three things that I want you to take note of. First of all, he responds with the gospel. He responds with the gospel. Secondly, he responds with the truth. He responds with the truth. And then third, after giving the gospel, after telling the world the truth, he responds with judgment. He's given them the the gospel. He's given them the truth. And after that, all that is left is, is judgment. And so first of all, God responds with the gospel. And we see that in verses six and seven. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, flying in the sky, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come. Worship Him who made heaven and earth the sea and the springs of water. So here you have, you know, in chapter 13, the the Antichrist, the false prophet, they come on the scene, they build this image, they demand all the world to worship the image, they require everyone to take a mark uh, to participate in the global economy, 
And how does God respond to that? He responds by declaring the gospel to the world. He responds with the gospel. He sends an angel up in the sky to preach the everlasting gospel, it says, to those who dwell on the earth. Now, there are some Bible commentators who speculate that maybe this is describing a satellite that flies and and is broadcasting the gospel message over the internet or over television or something like that. Uh, I think it's an angel. Because it says it's an angel. I don't think it's a satellite. I remember years ago, remember when Sky Angel came out? Satellite television. They happened to call the company Sky Angel. And everybody, oh, you know, that's Revelation 14. And so, no, I think Revelation 14 is describing an angel. And this angel is flying in the sky as the Antichrist is on the scene and the image is built and, and people are you know, being told to receive the mark of the beast and to worship this image. God sends an angel into the sky that all the world can see. And this angel is flying over back and forth in the heavens, preaching the gospel, declaring the everlasting gospel to the world. And what is the gospel? The gospel is that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, that he was buried. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead and he's alive today. And whoever puts their faith in his death and resurrection, the Bible tells us, will have their sins forgiven and they will receive eternal life. And that's what this angel is declaring in the sky as all the world is enamored with this Antichrist and his system and his plan for the world and his image and his mark. And all of the world is going after the Antichrist. God here puts an angel in the sky to declare the everlasting gospel. And understand, understand that the Antichrist and this image and the mark, uh, this is the height of man's rebellion against God in all of human history. This is man's biggest rebellion against God. It's man's biggest rejection of God. And God responds to that With the gospel. God responds to that by offering the world salvation through Jesus Christ. That's our Father's heart. That's God's heart. The Bible says He's not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance and salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. His heart, God's heart, is that every person would believe the gospel and be saved. And if you're here today and you're not a Christian, you've never trusted Christ, that's God's heart for you. His heart for you is that you would turn to Jesus Christ and receive him as your Lord and Savior and be saved. And by the way, if you're a note taker, this is the only reference to the gospel in the book of Revelation. You know, the word gospel appears 100 times in the New Testament. It's only used once in Revelation, and it's here in chapter 14. This is the last time the gospel is mentioned in the Bible. This is God's final call to the world. Right as the world has, has made its, its, its biggest turn away from him and has received the Antichrist and is worshiping, worshiping him as God and as the Savior of the world and the hope of the world instead of Jesus Christ, God gives this one last call to the world. This final call. Right here in the middle of the tribulation, he extends 
salvation to the world. He, he extends this offer to the world. And he tells the world, don't put your hope in that Antichrist. Don't put your, your, your hope in him. Or don't worship him. Don't worship his image. Don't take the mark. Put your hope in Jesus Christ and be saved. It's amazing to me. You just see, you just see the grace of God in this. The heart of God for, for lost people. These people are as lost as you can be. And he's extending salvation to them. And it says, all the world will hear the gospel from this angel. If you look at the end of verse 6, every nation, every tribe, every tongue, and every people, all of the world will hear this gospel. No one will have an excuse. Say they didn't know. Now, if you turn with me to Matthew 24 in your Bible, Matthew 24 And this is the Olivet Discourse. You know, this is when Jesus is telling his disciples about the end of the age and his return to the earth in glory. And here in Matthew 24, Jesus says to his disciples in verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So Jesus said in the Olivet Discourse that the gospel will be preached to all the world, all the nations, and then the end will come. Now, when will that be fulfilled? It's going to be fulfilled in Revelation chapter 14. During the tribulation period, it's going to be fulfilled by this angel who is flying around in the sky declaring the everlasting gospel to the whole world. Now, today, uh, the gospel is not preached by angels in the sky We have the privilege, the privilege has been entrusted to us to preach the gospel to the whole world. Jesus gave us, the church, the great commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So that's our privilege right now. During the tribulation period, angels in the sky, there'll be an angel in the sky declaring the gospel. But for us right now, living in this age, that's our privilege. In verse 7, it says... The angel cries out with a loud voice saying, fear God and give glory to him. To fear God or to reverence God and to give glory to him is an idiom for repentance. This angel is calling the world to repent. Now, what is repentance? Repentance means you have a change of mind about yourself and how you're living. You have a change of mind about yourself and how you're living. You have a change of mind about your lifestyle Uh, You realize that how you're living is wrong in God's eyes. And so you make the decision, you make the choice to change. And you turn away from the way that you're living. And you turn to Jesus Christ and you put your faith in him and his death and resurrection for your salvation. That's repentance. And he's calling the world to repentance here. To change their minds about the Antichrist and his world system. And to turn to Jesus Christ and be saved. And he says and to, to worship him. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. To worship him implies a a believing response to the gospel. And so we see here the correct response to the gospel message is repentance and faith. That's what it means to receive the gospel. That's what it means to believe the gospel. It requires repentance, a change of mind about yourself and how you're living. And it requires faith turning to Jesus Christ and putting your faith in him and his death and resurrection. And here this angel is calling the world to repentance and faith. So that's the gospel. That's how, that's how God responds to 
Satan's plan of deception for the world. He responds by offering salvation to the world. And then next we see, beginning in verse 8, that God then responds with the truth. The truth. Look at verse 8. God sends up another angel into the sky. Another angel followed. So this guy comes right on the heels of the guy declaring the gospel, the angel declaring the gospel. And this angel comes and says, Babylon has fallen. It's fallen. That great city. Because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Now, Babylon here is a name for the global system that the Antichrist will establish in the world during the tribulation period. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. The Antichrist will establish a, a political, economic, and religious system to rule over the world. And, and you have to receive the mark to participate in that system. If you don't have the mark, you can't participate in the system that the Antichrist will establish. Some Bible teachers believe that the Antichrist will, will literally rebuild the city of Babylon, the ancient city of Babylon that's in modern-day Iraq uh, today, and that he will make the city of Babylon uh, the center, the political and economic center of the world during the last days. Uh, other Bible commentators see this name as, as merely symbolic of the system that the Antichrist will establish, that it's not talking about a, a, a literal city uh, of Babylon. I personally believe that Babylon here is, is used in a symbolic way, that it represents the world system of the Antichrist. I don't believe he's going to rebuild the ancient city uh, of Babylon and make that the economic and political center of the world. I could be wrong. It doesn't really matter. But that's my opinion. So this system that the Antichrist will establish, this system, uh, the, the whole world, except for the Christians, will put their hope in this system. They're going to put their hope in this political system, in this economic system, this religious system that the Antichrist establishes during the tribulation. And this second angel, and I want you to understand this and get the picture here, this second angel that is flying on the heels of that first angel who declared the gospel, this second angel now flies through the sky declaring to the world, Babylon has fallen. Babylon has fallen. He says it twice. Just in case they didn't hear him the first time, he repeats it. I think if you saw an angel in the skies, you, you would hear it. What does this angel say? This angel says, Babylon will fall. Babylon's going to fall. What you're trusting in is going to fail you. What you're hoping in is going to fail. It's all going to fall. 
You're hoping in the wrong thing. You're trusting in the wrong thing. It's not going to work. You know, maybe that's a word for somebody here today. What you're trusting in is going to fail. It's going to fall. What you're hoping in, it it isn't going to work. You got to hope in Jesus Christ. Trust in him. And what God does here is God declares, listen, listen, God declares the truth to the world. God declares the truth to the world. God, God tells the world what you're putting your trust in will fail you ultimately. And you should put your hope and trust in Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ never fails. The Bible says. God tells the world the truth. Then, verse 9, we have a third angel now flying in the heavens. Then a third angel followed them. You know, you kind of get this picture of like a, you know, like an Air Force formation of angels going through the sky, one with the gospel, one with the truth about Babylon, this world system that they're all hoping in and trusting in. Then you've got this third angel coming. This third angel comes and says with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. They have no rest day or night who worships the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. This third angel flies through the sky making this declaration to the world that if you worship the beast, if you put your hope in him, If you worship his image, if you receive the mark, if you believe in this system that the Antichrist will create and you buy into it, you will be judged. You will be judged by God. You're going to experience the wrath of God. And again, what do we see? We see God's honesty with the world. God is always honest with the world. God always shoots straight with us. He always tells it like it is. That's the one thing, one of the many things that I admire about the Bible is that in the Bible, God shoots straight and he tells us the truth about our sin. He doesn't lie to us about our sin. He tells us the truth about our sin. And I remember when I was a brand new believer, uh, kind of reading the Bible for the first time and and reading passages and reading verses, I, I... one of the things I appreciated about the Bible then, and I still do today, but I remember just how it struck me of just how God was honest about my sin and said it was wrong. That the things that I was doing at that time in my life, that they were wrong to do. And no one told me it was wrong. No one. But God loves us enough to tell us we're wrong. That what we're doing is wrong. He loves us enough to tell us the honest truth about our sin and where our sin will end up. Where it leads to, which is judgment and destruction. And again, often no one else in your life 
loves you enough to be honest with you about your sin and tell you the truth. Quite often they tell you what you want to hear. But God tells us what we need to hear. And I I appreciate that about the Bible. Because no one ever told me what I needed to hear. But God does. Look at verse 9 again. He describes the, the wrath of God. If you receive the if you worship the beast in his image, you receive his mark. He himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength in the cup of his indignation. He says here that you know the wrath of God, the cup of God's indignation will be poured out full strength. There'll be no mercy in his judgment. There'll be no mercy in his judgment. He's not going to water it down. He's not going to cut it short. There's going to be no mercy in his judgment for those people. Now, the Bible says to us that it is appointed unto man once to die, and then comes the judgment. The Bible also tells us that that God offers us mercy from his judgment through faith in Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was on the cross, he took the wrath of God for us. He drank that cup of indignation for us as a substitute in our place for us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, God made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus Christ took the punishment. He took the wrath of God for our sin when he was on the cross. You remember when he was on the cross, he, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's the only time that Jesus addressed God as God and not Father. And Jesus is cut off at that point. It's at that moment when Jesus cried out those words, it's at that moment that the wrath of God is poured out upon him for our sin, for what you did and what I did wrong. And Jesus took that punishment for us when he was on the cross. So, So God offers us mercy through Jesus Christ. But for those who reject Jesus Christ, those who refuse to repent of their sins and put their faith in Jesus Christ, they are rejecting God's mercy and they will receive the full strength of God's wrath and God's judgment. Listen, that's the truth. That's just the truth. If if you reject Jesus Christ and his offer of salvation and you refuse to repent of your sins and change your mind about who you are and the way that you're living and your lifestyle and put your faith in him, you're rejecting God's mercy. And you will experience the full strength of his judgment and his wrath. That's the truth. And listen, listen, you're not going to experience his wrath because You rejected Jesus. That's not what condemns you. The Bible says we're condemned already. All of us are guilty before God. All of us have sinned. All of us have fallen short. There's none righteous. No, not one. See, we're we're all dead in our trespasses and sins. I've said it before. If, If we were in a Western movie, we'd all have black hats on. We're all bad guys. See, so so we're all condemned already, the Bible says. But what God does, because God loves us, he offers us a way out, a way out of that condemnation. He offers us a rescue. He offers us salvation through Jesus Christ. And if we reject that, well, now we've, we've rejected his only offer. 
tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Revelation, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today and wish you could hear it again for it to fully sink in? Well, we have just the thing. All of our messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for These Teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that you'll find interesting. Are you growing through this study in Revelation? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find the link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, Our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.